Welcome back into another edition of Prime Sports World. Happy Monday from everyone here at Prime Sports World. I hope you all had a very good weekend as we are going to be breaking down week number two of the XFL. Uh, we're going to give out a game ball, and then we're going to week number three, make sure our predictions for week number three in the XFL. Uh, please like, share, and subscribe. We basically go live every single day, bringing you guys the most up-to-date content. Um, I will also share the StreamYard link into the chat. So if you want to join us to talk a little XFL action, more than welcome to do that as well. Uh, of course, I'm David Hoffman right there. I'm, I'm the host. Uh, right there is my co-host, Mr. TJ Hopkins. Um, welcome to the show, TJ. I've also shared the link to all of our streaming platforms. Um, so if you do happen to miss us live, you can catch us on a bunch of places over there. I will share the link to that in here in a few minutes. Uh, but happy, happy Monday, TJ. What's up, buddy? What's up? <clears throat> How was the weekend? It was decent. Just chilled, yeah. relaxed, you know, all that good stuff. Yeah, I, I, had a, I had a pretty good weekend. Uh, I went back home, saw some friends for their birthdays and stuff, so that was nice. Uh, I, I went to the gym today, man. I had a really good hoop session at the gym just like a few minutes ago. It was, it was a good time. Nice. Like, yeah, like I, I think I burned off. I, I did like burned off like three thousand calories or something, dude. Like it was crazy. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. But uh, we're not here to talk about that. We're here to talk about the XFL. Um, what do you think about the XFL this week? And then we'll get into each individual game. Uh, more of the same as the first week. Uh, compet like you had one. I think you had like two or three competitive games: the Seattle Sea Dragons and the St. Louis Battlehawks. That was a close one. That was a twenty to eighteen game, and they uh, I think St. That's Louis a, won that. Yeah, that was a game where they came back from behind. Won that yeah, game. St. Louis won that one on a walk off. Um, and the, I mean, the Houston game was semi close. Um, yeah, it was at least until halftime. Yeah, uh, it was closer than a lot of people thought, thought it would be. It would be. Me, myself included, especially after you know the battle, especially after the Roughnecks basically just went, marched down the football field and scored a touchdown right. immediately. Um, I kind of thought that would be right because and because of the new because of the extra point rules, if Arlington scores on their last drive. Yeah. You get a, a three point conversion to. I mean that game. That game was the game. Right, right there. I mean, yeah, the game was right there. Uh, I did think that the 
quarterback play was a little bit lackluster this week, uh, but I think that's just going to come with growing pains as you mm-hmm. continue to continue to learn, you know, each of offensive system because these guys have only really been on their teams uh, for a couple months now. It's hard to really master that offensive system. But yeah, I thought the quarterback play particularly was a little bit not as good this week as opposed to last week. Um, but let's talk about each individual game. Let's first talk about the one we referenced here at the beginning of the show uh, with the Battle Hawks coming back uh, and beating the Sea Dragons 20 to 18. Uh, in that game, AJ McCarron, uh, 30 or 22 of 36, 184 yards and a touchdown. Uh, ben DiNucci, uh 19, 19 uh, completions for 20, 20, uh, 29 attempts, 196 yards. He threw two touchdowns. Uh, AJ McCarron led the team rushing. Morgan Ellison led the team in rushing for the Sea Dragons. And, you know, uh, on the St. Louis, Akeem Butler uh, had a receiving touchdown. He also led the team in receiving yards. And on the Seahawks, Sea Dragon side, uh, Parkar Person uh, scored the Receiving touchdown along with uh, Jordan Vesey. I'm still getting used to these names. Uh, mm-hmm. Josh Gordon had a nice game, uh, one catch for 33 yards. That's not uh, a nice sub. I mean, but it's still, you know, he, he's still productive. Uh, but yeah, the St. Louis got the guy, was able to kick the game winning field goal as they go up uh, 20 to 18. Thoughts? Well, first, on the Seattle side, you got to find a way to get Josh Gordon the ball a lot more. More than just once? <laughs> Ward, uh, well, at least one well, he catch. Was, he was he was targeted twice. He only caught one of them. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Come on, that's come on now. Make it make sense. Uh, also, uh, also, ESPN, like you really, if if you're gonna be like behind this league, like you really need to do a better job of like the like the XFL page on ESPN. Like they don't even have box scores. Like I have to go to like a yeah, external. I, I have to go to like another website in order to like check the box scores. Like it shouldn't be that way. Yeah, it shouldn't. Like, like the ex- like it shouldn't like, but that's that's a that's a story for another day. But it no, I'm, it is like Seattle. You got to do. You have a like. I'm on, I'm on the football job. database. I'm on the football database. Like getting the box score for these games and a game that's sponsored by ESPN, and they don't they couldn't put the box score of the games on it. Like, come on. Yeah, you got to do a better job of getting that together. And Seattle, you have to do a better job of getting the ball in your playmakers' hands. All right, this is the second game you've had a lead, or is it, it might be the second time that St. Louis has been down. Uh, Vi- the Vipers, uh, I think they were they were up in that first game in week in week one, and then yeah, they let that game slip away. So, okay, so yeah, Seattle, you got to do a better job of getting your playmakers the ball. Like Josh, again, two targets for Josh Gordon, one catch. That's no. No, like that's just that's just not gonna that's just not gonna cut it. And St. Louis, you have to do a better job of coming out the gate stronger. Second week in a row, you've gotten down double digits. You've managed to come back and win both games, but one of these weeks that's not gonna happen. One of these one of these weeks, one of these teams are gonna get you down big and they're gonna keep you down. All right, so AJ McCarron is looking like the MVP right now because he's two back-to-back game winning drives in the XFL. And uh, shout out to him, yeah, because he uh, apparently the word on the street, yeah, he turned down a much more lucrative contract to play in the National Football League. Um, he wanted, his, he, he wanted to have his, he wanted his kids to see him actually play in the NFL in a football game. Uh, he looked pretty choked up during the interview after the game. I, I think that's real. I think AJ McCarron could be in the NFL if he wanted to be. Then no. And uh, no, as a as a backup, I, I don't mean he's going to be starting. Uh, yeah, of course, <laughs> as, as a backup, I brought. 
I no, I, I I ain't believe in that woman. Like he turned down more money, more he turned down NFL money to to come here. No, come on, man. I, I I'm buying it. I'm, I'm drinking the Kool Aid. <laughs> well, get drunk then, because yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's. I mean, the, the the defense. Seattle's defense was fine. It was great. They had four first half sacks against St. Louis. They said they got they was getting the AJ McCarron, and all of a sudden it's. It's it's like the tide turned. It's it's like St. Louis's defense flipped that switch, and they made Ben DiNucci's life a living hell. And yeah, three yeah. sacks for eighteen yards in this game. Um, and yeah. down down down. Don't get me wrong. Like Ben DiNucci turning the ball over. I think he had another red zone fumble. I think he went for another QB sneak and he fumbled the ball because the lot. Uh, yeah, the uh, the hot mic caught their coach saying, "Oh, please don't tell me he fumbled this again." And short. Sure, yeah, he did. I don't know if it was Ben DiNucci, but somebody like there was a fumble. Like they were driving the ball, they went forward on fourth, and yeah, like a fumble ended that. And I think that's what kick started. Seattle the fumbled the ball. Seattle fumbled the ball three times in this game and lost all three. Yeah, they you can't fumble the ball three times. Like that's just no. that's just breathing hot air balloon life back into a Seattle team, a St. Louis team because. I'm pretty sure if you get them down, if you score another touchdown, that's demoralizing. Yeah. That's absolutely. I, 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 I don't think my Ben DiNucci leading passer actually in the XFL right now, uh, 478 yards through two weeks. Through two weeks. Yeah. It's all right. Uh, moving on to the Saturday game uh, from Thursday to Saturday, uh, DC defenders go into Vegas and uh, come out with the victory, uh, 18 to six. Um, this, I, I know what we talked about it a ton in the group chat, but like. I just the Vegas needs to play somewhere else. I, I just I know that like you know it's probably a, a last minute decision to play in that stadium, but there's got to be somewhere else they can play. It just doesn't feel like an NFL stadium. It just doesn't like a, a professional stadium. Oh, and one more tab about the the first game. Seattle has allowed was it nine sacks in the first two games? Not good. Uh, but yeah, um, yeah, I. I, I I saw that like you were the main one that was like, "Oh, what is this stadium?" I'm like, "Well, what is this stadium?" I'm like, "Cause I wasn't, I wasn't watching that first, cause I was out, I was out with a couple of friends, and I flipped it on. I'm like, yeah, that's 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 a rather small stadium. Yeah, well, it's not even that. It just it looks like a high school stadium. It just does. Like the way the way it's set up, the way they have like the the stand, like they gotta, I don't know, they gotta find a way to pretty that up a little bit if they're they're gonna continue to play there. Um, and yeah, and the the microphone issues during this game with all of the wind, like they gotta find a way to clean that up too. Well, like, the I, weather, I, like, like, hold on, like in their defense, like the weather in I, Vegas I, that I, weekend, this past weekend was not ideal. I, I, yes, I understand, but like even when, and the NFL has inclement weather, we don't necessarily hear that through the airways. I just, well, I, think I think they gotta clean it up. So um, you're comp- wait, wait, wait. So you're comparing. A organization who's basically yes. brand new yes. to an organization who's I mean, been I mean, around I mean, for the better part I of mean, the century. Cl- cl- cleaning up your audio is not difficult. <laughs> you should be able to fix that. Um, back, back to the actual on the field. Work for the XFL and do it, then, David. Uh, uh, if it's on, that easy. Uh, uh, going into the actual N- game action, uh, Jordan Tiamo, 11 of 23, no touchdowns, no picks. Uh, the Vegas Vipers started played three quarterbacks in this game. None of them were particularly effective. Uh, I guess the best of the three was Brett Hundley, uh, 11 of 18 for 98 yards. And the way they have this website set up, they have the like the attempts and then the completions. So I have to like reverse 
think about it. Uh, leading rusher, Abraham Smith for the DC Defenders. Rod Smith, leading rusher for the Vegas Vipers with 38 yards, 71 for Abraham Smith. Uh, Josh Hammond, Jeff uh, Baddett, leading, re- leading receiver for the uh, two teams. Thoughts? This was just not a good game. Um yeah, it was for sure not a good game. Uh, I mean, obviously, like obviously, like poor quarterback play is gonna make any defense look like world beaters. Like Jordan Tiamo gets stripped. Vic Beasley picks it. former Atlanta Falcon. Vic Beasley picks it up, returns it. Um, like he like he got caught. He like he got caught like right before the half. They which set up a field goal right before the halftime, but. It curled right. Like the wind took it, swung it to the right, said, Nope, you're not making anything today. Uh it was yeah, it was a it was a tough watch the first half. Right? Uh, D- yeah. DC had hundred and twenty five yards, Vegas had eighty two. There were ten first downs combined. Like ten first down. We we've seen teams where they get ten first downs on a drive, <laughs> let alone <laughs> Like let alone I mean, like DC defenders fumbled the ball three times, lost all three. Vegas had a fumble. Um Yeah, it was like it was tough, but obviously the the defender defense was what won them this game. It was I don't know what I, I don't know what Vegas I don't know if Vegas and we'll get to them in the next game. I don't know if Vegas and Orlando really have a plan in play. Because you know the old the old sentiment, like if you have two quarterbacks on your team, you have none. And these sure dudes, I'm not even sure they have one right now. Like, and, right, and these dudes are playing three quarter. Like the Vegas, they play three quarterbacks, and none of them look particular. Like none of them look particularly good. Like Jordan Jordan Tiamu starts, but I think in the back of his head, he has to know at certain at some point. Yeah, I'm gonna get pulled. Well, Luis Perez actually starts for Vegas. Uh, Jordan Tiano plays for the Defenders. Oh, so my bad. Well, yeah, Lu- yeah, Luis Perez starts. So it's like, and I think in the back of his head, he's like, yeah, I'm gonna get pulled at some point. And I mean, when you go sec- one for when you go for one for five and don't have a single passing yard, yeah, that's probably what's gonna happen. And then the second guy comes in and he's like, all right, I've already got like I'm already in thrown into a quote-unquote bad situation so it's if i don't play well i'm gonna get pulled and sure enough that's what happened and then insert brett hundley and it's just i don't know it's just a mess like i think they're this is what's going to happen to them if they don't figure out this quarterback situation i mean like louis louis perez he was fine week one and we talked about that he was fine Right, had yeah, a decent. I mean, he, he, he imploded a little bit down the stretch in that game, but uh, yeah, he played well for the first half. Right, so obviously, like it, it was a this was a defense, a quote unquote defensive battle because I'm not going to sit here and act like the DC offense was was great either, but it was a matter of which defense is going to bend first, bend and break first. Vegas defense, it broke. You lost the game, eighteen to six. Yeah, this game was tough to watch. Uh, moving on in, from Saturday, let's talk about Sunday. Uh, we got the San Antonio Brahmas going into the Orlando Guardians uh, and coming out with the victory, thirty to twelve. Um, yeah, it's uh, Jack Cohen uh, from Notre Dame fame, uh, sixteen to twenty-four, one hundred sixty-five yards and three touchdowns. Uh, they had Orlando Guardians had Paxton Lynch and DeAndre, DeAndre Francois. Um, mm-hmm. 
uh, play quarterback for them. Um, they both threw a touchdown. Uh, Francois threw a really bad pick that it was basically a pick six. Uh, actually, I don't think the uh, I don't think the San Antonio scored on that drive. Actually, I think because of the defense stiffened up uh, on the San Antonio side. Kalen Blage uh, had a uh, 23 yards rushing on 12 attempts, and uh, no rushing touchdowns for the Guardians. Man, this website is just not doing it for me right now. I really need ESPN to step their game up. Um, Elise Mack, leading receiver for the San Antonio Brahmas. Cody Ladder, actually uh, Javante Payton, uh, leading receiver uh, for the Orlando Guardians. But yeah, this game was also. Tough to watch. Well, one side it it was only tough for one side. Uh, yeah. I, I think I think the Guardians should just go ahead and make DeAndre Francois the starter. The the whole two quarterback system thing is just not it's just not working. DeAndre Francois, while he's probably not the the passer that Paxton Lynch is because he had he did have a nice touchdown. I mean, obviously the dude was wide open in the back of the end zone, but Paxton Lynch still had to get the ball to him because the, that offensive line they got in Orlando is just it's not a good one right now. And yeah, he, yeah they, I mean they 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 only gave up two sacks, but they, it should have been a lot more. I mean, but DeAndre Francois' ability it, it, it also doesn't help when you have thirteen penalties for hundred yards. Yeah, DeAndre Francois' ability to scramble brings another element to the guardian offense which i think they should exploit i mean paxton Lynch actually has, has some ability to run, run the, with, the, with the football a little bit i mean that's kind of his appeal when he was coming out of college um no the appeal the appeal that he had coming out of college was he was six seven and had a monster arm and, he, and, and, he, and he was a little bit mobile and he was six seven he was six seven with a strong <laughs> arm no one cared that, no one cared that he could run he was six seven with a strong arm, and that's why he got drafted to Denver, where the ball can fly forever. Yeah, when you, like when you launch it, but that that's what it is. I think the San Antonio first off, shout out to Heinz Ward, first win as a coach. Woohoo! Um, you've given up, I think, thirty points in two games. So your defense is probably one of the best in the XFL so far, um, and you probably have one of the best rushing attacks. In this league oh, yeah. so far, Kalen Kale, Balaj is really good. Fuck, he's a good yeah, running back. So it's uh, first off, like look, the green and the jerseys that they was wearing, that was like, I'm like, hold on, thank God, something wore like a bright yellow. It was like gray and yellow. I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's that's, yeah. that's cool. I, I can tell you apart, but Man, yeah, I, I, I actually think all of the jerseys actually do, they've done a pretty good job with the jerseys for sure. Not all but, all around XFL. I don't, I don't know Let's if it's too we'll talk about the roughnecks in a second, but I love yeah. that helmet scheme with the jersey. It just it's nice. Yeah, I don't I don't I don't know if it's too early to say this, but I think Orlando might be the worst team in the XFL right now. I, I, I agree with you, dude. They they haven't looked remotely good. And the quarterback <laughs> play is kind of they were they they put up twelve points in both games. Um and the quarterback play is really lackluster, it, but they have played two even, good teams. It, right, but it wasn't even it was twenty seven to like it was it was really twenty seven to six for the better part of the game, but then they 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 got the garbage time touchdown to make it twenty seven to twelve yeah. to yeah. make it quote unquote respectable. But it's like it was excuse me, like their first drive was perfect. First drive, it was like okay, now like we got something going, and then it's like you don't score again until what 
I mean, the so, they, 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 so they scored at a 941 point, uh, eight yard pass from Eli Rogers from Paxton Lynch. Yeah, they don't score again until the two fourth quarter. Cody Lattimore cut that touchdown pass from DeAndre Francois. I do. I, well, I, come on. Come on. And this, I think they were the first two I've seen try the one point conversion. Because it was six to six, they they both tried to go in. They both tried the one point conversion. Well, no, San, San Antonio actually went for two and missed it. Oh, they missed. They went for two. Okay, so like that, like that's the new thing now. Like everybody, most people, most teams go for two. I, I've rarely seen the one point conversion in the first two weeks. Actually, San Antonio went for the one point conversion every other touchdown after that. That's most. That's yeah. That's probably been the most because every, everybody else is going for two, and then yeah. on the well, rare it, make, it, make, it makes a lot more sense to go for two. Uh, and then on the rare the five case, yard loan, so. three. Yeah, like you only see teams really going for three unless they like obviously unless they really need it. Yeah, but yeah, like yeah, I think the I think the Guardians they still got some still got a lot of work to do. <laughs> yeah, I mean they they, they they don't really have a ton of. I mean I mean Eli Rogers is a, is a legit player, but like their offense just is skittish and they need to work on. Um, maybe they need to work on running the ball a little bit more effectively. Uh, I know their offensive line isn't good, but I, th- I think they got to commit to running the football. Well, um, that and two- discipline cut down on the like. How many penalties did you say they had? Thirteen, ten. Cut down on that, you're fine. Thirteen, thirteen. Sorry, thirteen for hundred yards. Yeah, that's 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 terrible. And then to the nightcap on Sunday, uh, we got the. Um, Houston Roughnecks hosting the Arlington Renegades, and they come up with a victory 23-14. to 14. Um, Brandon Silvers, uh, 14 of 28, 173 yards and two touchdowns. Uh, Cole McDonald, uh, they're kind of gadget-type quarterback, leading rusher seven for 39. Um, Max Borhe actually had the rushing touchdown for this team. Uh, and Cedric Bird, and is, that, is that Demir Bird's brother? Dude, everybody just because they have the same last name it's, it's, don't it's, mean they're it, related. It, it, it's a it's a not a normal. It's not. It's a pretty unusual last name. That don't mean they're bro- no. Anyway, they a, 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 anyways, and then uh, Nick Holly also had a receiving touchdown for the Roughnecks on the Arlington side of this. Uh, Drew Plitt uh, was solid here, fifteen of 120 yards, two touchdowns, and a pick. Uh, Devon Smith seven for one nineteen. And uh, who caught their touchdowns? Nate Becker and uh, Luan Wimmingham uh, caught the receiving touchdown. They benefit a lot by the fact that Houston turned over, fumbled it like on like two turn, kick returns. They also fumbled a running play uh, that would put them in like field goal range. Um, this game, this game was arguably honestly clo- was not as close as the final score. Like it felt like Houston was dominating this game from beginning to end, and they just had made a couple mistakes here and there. Um, I kind of wanted to talk a little bit about the hot mic stuff. Like, I, I just, I, I just don't understand how they can allow that. I, I, just, I know people are like, oh, it's the, it just looked bad. Like it was just, and you, I maybe the main, I, I, I might be the minority here. You are. You're, just, you're sounding fine. You're, you're sounding real. Get off my lawn. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm just. I don't need to hear people swearing on Tashel Talbot. I just don't need to. You hear it all the time. I never F bombs. You literally I, hear, I, 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 you I, do literally, I hear F bombs when I'm watching football. Probably, away. probably. No, dude. I, I think they got. I, I think they did. I, I, after the first one, I'm surprised they went back to his hot mic and then like he was just dropping F bombs over and over and over again. It was like five in a row with under like, so under, like you, three minutes. So I just don't like, like it. I don't like it. So, so like you've never heard a Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or somebody else like that drop an F bomb during the middle of a play because I have. 
not not as blatantly as that was. I oh just, yes, I have. Come on, I, I, again, I, I like r- real like get it. real get off my line of you. Real real I, get off my line. I I just old man old man <laughs> waving at the cloud. That's what you are right now. Come on, right, dude. Fine. All right, That's fine. Your... But yeah, but as as for the actual gameplay, yeah, I, I felt like this was a game that Roughnecks dominated. Uh, they basically two to one on whole yards. Uh, this is a game they dominated. Should have won by even more points if they hadn't had costly um, turnovers. I'm not gonna go that far. It was a ele- They got out to a high start. It was eleven to nothing. Then it was fourteen eleven. Then it was seventeen fourteen. And then the final score was twenty three fourteen. So that the game was actually competitive, just be- like on the score. Yeah, but I just on the actual field, it felt like the Roughnecks would be better team. What good is getting the yards if, like, what good is doubling I, up I, on I, yards? I, yeah, I, I, know, I know. I just, I mean, a couple bad breaks here and there. Um, you know, you, you get them down in the red zone, the running back puts it on the ground. You get a real, you get two really good returns during this game, and you put them on the, you fumble them during the return. Like, it just felt like the Roughnecks were the better team, and they, they, they won. So they, they, they are the, they're the best team in the XFL for sure. And they're like, they're deep, like, they, they got what, five sacks? Yeah, they uh, so, yeah. cost them thirty-eight five, five sacks this week, seven the week before. So they they got twelve sacks in two weeks. So yeah, they are defensively they probably the they they are probably the best defense. And then you probably gonna add San Antonio behind them. But yeah, as far as gameplay, they it was it was decent. It was yeah. decent. I, like again, it was 20, 23 to fourteen. Like that's. That's yeah, that's striking distance. If I'm if I'm Arlington, I get a couple things go my way. Yeah, I get that touchdown. I'm definitely going for the three to tie the game. It is what it is, but it it don't work that way. It didn't work that way. Obviously, I think a lot of team a lot a lot of people thought this game would be more high score, and I think the over under was thirty nine and a half or something like that. Like for combined points, and yeah, they didn't. The thirty-nine points was the uh, over under there. So yeah, and the announcers were like, "Yeah, I'm surprised this was a twenty-three fourteen." Com- like yeah, that's that's what it was. Like no. Well, I mean, I mean, if 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 the Roughnecks don't fumble it on a really good kick return, and if they don't fumble it when they're inside the twenty, they, they put up even more points. Like this game was not as close as the final score. It just wasn't. To you, but go ahead. Oh, you're, okay. you're, you're also upset that there was a cursing on, oh, my God, they're swearing. That's literally what I, you sound like. Awesome. Yeah, I'm going to take the L on that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, oh, my, how dare they express themselves? Really? That's, that's what you're going like? Come did you, on. Did you watch what I was talking about? Did you even watch Yes. I didn't have like, a, like, I'm not the one having a, having a fit about it. That's you. I mean, the FCC's got to have a problem. I can't, like, I don't know. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't really matter. But yeah, I, I, I just, yeah, this game was not as close to the final score. That's just my honest opinion. Like, it felt like Houston was too soon. Yes, the, the gameplay, the game was really close at times, but I felt like Houston was a better team. Uh, also, yeah, ESPN, please step up your game when it comes to these box scores. Like, have some stats. Like, you don't even have like any stats on your website, and you're sponsoring this league. <laughs> like, for real, like, if you go to like their website, like on the ESPN XFL page, you can't even pull up stats. Like, yeah, you can't, you can't pull up you can't, anything. You can't click on anything. You can't pull up on anything. Like, yeah, that's yeah. pretty funny. It's, it's trash, dude. Like, can you even pull up? You can't pull up the rosters even. 
Like that's that is that can't they can't stay like that. They want to sustain this. Yeah, that's pretty bad. Like, step up your game, ESPN. Uh, let's talk about game balls. Uh, moving on from week number two, let's talk about week number three. Game ball. I'll go first. My game ball is going to go to AJ McCarron, uh, leading the game-winning drive. Uh, get to celebrate with your kids and your wife. Good stuff. Again, drinking the Kool-Aid. Go ahead, I, I, have fun. I, I, my game I, I, ball is go. My game ball is going to Heinz Ward. First, first win as coach, and it was a solid win. At, well, yeah, it was a, it was a more than solid win. That was a, that was a clinic that you put on. You should probably be, and yeah, they took their frustrations out the week before on poor Orlando because they should have won that game. <laughs> yeah, they should have sure. won. They should have won week one. So. Heinz Ward gets my game ball. Shout out to the shout out to the San Antonio Brahmas. Oh yeah, uh, two week number three. So no Thursday night game this week. We can start on Saturday night, and we got the Sea Dragons going into uh, into Las Vegas and playing the Vipers. Sea uh, Dragons have kind of let two games in a row split, split, slip away from them. Mm-hmm. Will that happen this week against the Vipers? Both these teams are zero and two. Zero and two. Somebody's O. What's what's the phrase? Somebody's O has got to go. Yeah, I'm going Seattle. I until Vegas gets this quarterback situation figured out, I yeah, yeah, Seattle should win. And this, I we have what we have what we call get right games in the NFL. Those are just like when the really good teams play the really bad teams, and they's like yeah, everything's supposed to work how it's supposed to work. I'm not saying Seattle. I, I think Seattle is a good team. They just what you call it? They just Walk off I mean, on the. I mean, their their point differential is what is this? Eight points. They've lost both their games by eight, six points. Six points. So they've lost they lost two games and they, by a total of six points. Yeah. Yeah. See, she also won this one. I Josh Gordon should have a a decent game. He should have. Yeah, he should have a bigger game this week. Also, also agree with you. I'm taking. Uh, I'm taking Seattle. Uh, I just, yeah, I don't believe in Las Vegas right now until they get the quarterback situation. Yeah, until they out. get the quarterback shit figured out, yeah. it's it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be rough. Uh, from Saturday into Sunday, uh, I do. Uh, so I guess next week is the first home game for the Battle Hawks. But this is the battle between the two undefeated. Uh, we got the Battle Hawks going into Washington D.C. and taking on the Defenders. Uh, how do you see this game shaking out, T.J.? This might be the best defense that the Battle Hawks have seen so far. No, well, outside of San Antonio. But I think it's the same thing. If if Seattle, they can't keep relying on, all right, we're going to get down big and then we're just going to, you know, we're going to turn it up. I think quiet as kill. I think D.C. has one of the better home field advantages. They are. Well, wait, well, wait, wait until we talk about the Battlehawks next week. Um, I, I don't know if you read the re- report, right? So they sold so many tickets to their their game that they're mm-hmm. going to open up the top part of the dome because they sold so many tickets, and you can buy it. So they're opening up more. So there might be forty thousand people in that stadium next week uh, when the Battlehawks take the field I will in, in, in St. Louis. I will believe it when I see it. I mean, too. I'm a little skeptical, but like they opened up the the second part of the stadium. I I think the St. Louis is going to show up big time for this team when they finally, especially if they're undefeated when they get there. Look for look for that stadium to be packed. 
I mean, I tickets have... are only fifty bucks a pop. I mean, that's not that's, that's not that's not a lot. That's that's not. A lot. Yeah. But again, I I believe it when I see it. I'm not saying St. Louis is a bad football market, but it's it's like anything else. When the team's good, they show up. When the team's bad, they don't show up. Plain and simple. But I think I think they take an L this week. I think I just think next week when they go home, I just think people are going to be so excited that football's back in St. Louis. They're not going to care that they whether they won or lost this pre like this game coming up. I could be wrong, but. What are you gonna do? Oh, they lost. Here, I want my money back. No, they're not gonna do that. Like, just, uh, I, 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 I want the Battlehawks to stay defended. I, I want undefeated. I want to see what happens in this stadium in St. Louis. So, how many people they can put in that stadium? I don't want the to die out. I'm gonna roll with the Battlehawks. I think they're gonna win. I actually think they're a better team, anyways. Um, okay. From that game, let's talk about the Guardians and the Renegades. Both these teams really could use a victory. Uh, I know that the Gar- the Renegades do have a victory as they beat the Vipers in Week One. Uh, the Guardians at zero and two and a mess at the quarterback position. Who wins this game? I'm taking the Renegades. The Guardians are the worst. Yeah, team in the yeah, game. Renegades. So yeah, yeah. This is not close. This should like again get right game. This is a get yeah. right. <laughs> like the. The offense has really struggled for the Guardians and um, and Orlando, Arlington. Arlington. You know they they've been competitive in spurts. Shout and, out to Ball State for and Orlando. I want to be wrong. I want to be wrong. I, when we do this pod next week, after you know, I want to be come on here and say Orlando proved me wrong. They went in. They showed up. Yep. They look. They look. We're, 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 we're a positive podcast here. We'd like to see people do well. Yeah. yeah, we want yeah. Yeah, we want yeah, we, we want people to be great. Yeah. We want people to be great. But I'm going to Ireland because <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Renegades too. I, I don't trust that Guardian quarterback situation at all. At uh, all. To Sunday night football. Uh Brahma's going into their Houston their in-state rivals, taking on the Roughnecks. By the way, I, I really do hope that not all this the like all the Texas teams are not all just like living in the same facility. Like I because you heard about what happened Renegades and the Roughnecks are practicing the same facility, living in the same facility, same hotel, everything. So, like, you have to eat dinner with them every day. That's weird. Uh, uh, yeah, it's pretty weird. Brahma's, you know, coming off that getting Heinz Ward's first victory. Roughnecks are undefeated. Uh, I personally think the Roughnecks are the best team in the XFL. Uh, I'm going to roll with the Roughnecks. I think they're going to win this game. Yeah, I think this is probably def- the number one and number two defenses in the XFL. So it's it, this would not surprise me at all if this is a low scoring like, game. Low scoring game at all. Yeah. This wouldn't surprise me at all. And it's pro- and it's it's a good thing it's the quote unquote marquee game. This is Sunday night. All right. Yeah, this is probably gonna be on either FX or I'm trying to get I'm it's trying on, to get it's, that, on, it's on it's on ESPN too. It's on ESPN too. So I'm trying to get their T V schedule down as to like when uh, so when, uh so so the the, the Saturday game is on FX. Okay. Um, the first one o'clock kickoff is on FX. The four o'clock kickoff is on FX, and then the eight o'clock kickoff is on ESPN two. Uh, so because the NBA is on ESPN one. Right. So the game on Saturday is on FX, and then the other two games on Sunday are on FX two. Correct. All right, and then we got the one ESPN two. All right. Cool. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Oh, but yeah, for real, ESPN. Um, step up. 
whatever you're doing with this website because it's legitimate trash. <laughs> um, I, I don't want to be a hater, but like it's it's not it's not good at all. You can't like pull up rosters, you can't pull up stats. Like, how are you? Do you want this to succeed? And you're sponsoring it by putting it on your network, but you don't really want. Like, I don't get it. Like, I just it doesn't make any sense to me. So I don't know what to tell you, man. I, I'm, I'm disappointed, and I, I don't like being disappointed, TJ. <laughs> No, but you like. Uh, no, but you like. You know, get mad at people swearing on the field. <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, dude, I was, I was livid yesterday. I'm telling. You. <laughs> hey, that's, like, that's what you're mad about, and then you like really. That's that's uh, what. Uh, I, I could, I could, I could, because you know, I, I, I work in television. Like, I just hear people swear on TV, like during prime time, and like when you're not in safe harbor, it irks me, like my soul, dude. Like, like, there's a fine, there's another fine, there's another fine. Like, the FCC is not gonna be happy with like f bonds being dropped. Like, I'm during like at eight o'clock at, at night. Okay, and. Again, I like, mean, if you're if you're a league that's trying to make it, you know, the last thing you want is the FCC on your ass. Well, until uh, the I, mean, F- I, mean, I, mean, I haven't read anything about you know FCC complaints about XFL hot mic. No, no, I haven't seen anything like that. Well, we'll see, we'll see. Uh, but yeah, this has been our XFL uh, recap and preview show. Uh, so please like, share, and subscribe to the podcast. That's we're going to be covering every single week of the XFL. Because um, yeah, it's actually pretty damn entertaining football. Uh, we're going to be doing some more of our. Two yeah, more of our more to go. Yeah, we're gonna be doing some more off-season preview stuff as we are getting close to the start of free agency here. Uh, that's on March 14th. Um, so keep an eye out for all that content and the crossover. Obviously, will be on Wednesday. We got some stuff to talk about when it comes to the National Basketball Association. Uh, yeah. I'll be David Huffman. Right there is my co-host, Mr. T.J. Hopkins. And T.J. NFL what we do here? We bring the heat. But the NFL Combine March 2nd through the 5th. Yeah. Bears trade talks for that number one pick starting to heat up. Yeah, so we, got uh, Car- three, we got three divisions that we got to get through. So Carson uh, Wentz to... got cut. Uh, boy, who's, yeah. who's next? Who's next? Uh, the NF- AFC North. AFC North. Okay. Did we so, do the NFC uh, East yet? Nope. They're they're uh, Thursday night. Okay. So uh, we'll be back here tomorrow. You guys all have a good night. Take care. Peace out, brother.